0: This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Have you been wanting to read more, but don't seem to have the time? Well, with Audible, you can read your books without having to find the extra time in your busy schedule. Stuck in traffic on your way home from work? Why not marathon the Harry Potter books? In the gym and want to learn about the First Lady? Well, you can listen to Becoming Michelle Obama while doing Leg Day. And if you go to audibletrial.com cultivate, you get a month free of Audible. That includes one credit that you can trade in for any audiobook of your choice, access to thousands of audiobooks free to listen to with your account, and best of all, you have access to all of your favorite podcasts in the app as well. So be sure to go to my link, audibletrial.com cultivate. That's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight, to sign up for a free month of Audible and start reading today. Thank you, Audible, for supporting the show. Uh, oh my god, John, were you up on Wikipedia all night? John, are you okay? You're, you're shaking.
1: You guys, you will not believe what I just read on Wiki. Welcome to Reddit on Wiki, the poorly researched, semi-funny podcast on random stuff we find on the internet.
0: Wh- who are you talking to? And why are you shaking so much? Subscribe
1: to Reddit on Wiki on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Sean, I'm scared. Me too, buddy. Me too. Hi, Fred. My name is Josh Shell, host of the Let's Start a Call podcast. The only podcaster who starts every episode with a meta intro because he's slowly running out of ways to introduce the podcast. Now, with that terribly sad intro out of the way, let me introduce to you my guests this episode. It's John and Patrick again. You know them. Dumbfound dead, incredibly funny. Like a fifth of the guests I've had on this at this point. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys.
1: How's it going? Yeah, good to uh, talk to again. you again after a few minutes.
2: It's, it's been so
0: long. So long. <laughs> You're breaking the illusion. It's been two weeks for everyone else. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, can, can either of you sum up what we talked about last episode? Uh, this is a test, and if you fail, you don't get into art school. <laughs>
1: oh, well, that's a spoiler. That's one of the things we one talked about. One contributing factor. <laughs> to World War II And, and the other True. Yeah and the and the other is uh, The terrible friend August and his sad ass Viola which we just learned Is a giant violin not A, a sad little tiny
2: Violin,
0: violin. yeah I've pictured the thing Mr. Krabs has in those memes <laughs> that, that's, that's what I was playing in my head
1: That's exactly that's What was funny. playing in my head What else? He had a really traumatic Childhood his, yeah. his father was Kind of a not great, no, in, not in a a sense. Not a great father um, figure? True. Yeah,
3: not a great father figure. And he his... lost his mom. The only person he loved. Lost the only yep. person he loved. Damn, bonus points for
0: Patrick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say
2: that,
3: and then he fucking stole my thunder like always. Well, too slow.
0: <laughs> t- he's
1: your, <laughs> oh, he's you gotta your August.
3: Qu- hey, you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> <laughs> P- fucking August. Patrick's your August. <laughs> <laughs> he is. So when I end up taking over the world...
1: You better say like, yeah, I, had, I saw that shit come in. Yeah, I and will, start, bro. He,
3: he's starting in the Philippines. I'm going to, I am. I'm going to message, I'm going to message Josh and be like, I knew it. <laughs> Our savior's gone <gotten> rogue.
0: <laughs> oh. I, you're just sitting there with your, I'm trying to think of a worse version of like, you're playing your ukulele. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just,
0: your, your mandolin just, oh.
2: <laughs>
0: just saying, I told you so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you guys, you guys hit on most of the, the main topics. We talked about how Hitler became, you know, the leader of the Nazi party. Uh, we'll go back over that a little bit. In part two, we will be diving deeper into the Nazi party, its history, how it functioned, what its ideologies were, and eventually its downfall. Have you guys had enough of Hitler, or are you interested in hearing about more? More!
3: <laughs> but wait, there's
1: more! But
0: wait! <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, because I don't have a backup plan. So.
1: <laughs> we are a captive audience,
0: so lay it <laughs> on us. I've locked you guys down here in this dungeon, and we can't go anywhere. <laughs> we are
1: trapped.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll jump right into it then. When the Nazi Party was founded in 1920, the world outside of Germany was increasingly moving towards socialism and communism. Only three years before, the Imperial Romanov dynasty of Russia had been overthrown, first by the provisional government and then by the Bolshevik Party, which was led by Vladimir Lenin. These events would pave the way for the creation of the Soviet Union in 1922. So a little bit of that bonus. You get a little bit of the Soviet Union in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Throughout the early 1920s, the ideologies of the Soviet Union slowly spread across the region, including its neighboring Mongolia. Communism was also becoming quite popular in the European continent, with a number of uprisings in Germany. One of them managed to form the Bavarian Soviet Republic in 1919, although this was short-lived thanks to the country's parliamentary forces. This was the climate that the Nazi party found itself in when it was created only a year after the Bavarian Soviet Republic was decimated. It initially targeted the German working class, attempting to draw them away from communism and socialism towards anti-Semitic and anti-Marxist ideologies. Uh, So it sounds like, you know, another party in the States, not saying names. (laughs) Trump! but we will dive into that more (laughs) in a bit. (laughs) Um, For the most part, they succeeded. At the time, the political climate in the country was extremely harsh and chaotic. Given the 1919 Treaty of Versailles and the terms that it imposed on Germany, which had been defeated in World War I, unfortunately, the Jews were blamed for this loss, with many Germans perceiving them to be traitors. Like Hitler, they believed that those of the Jewish race had been unpatriotic and unwilling to fight during the war, which led to Germany's defeat. So, we talked about this last time where it was the, for some reason, the Jews were uh, blamed for everything, which is wild because, like, why wouldn't they blame the people they were fighting? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't they be like yeah. those damn Britons? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Many of these Germans formed groups where they could meet and discuss a wide variety of topics with like minded people. They were usually opposed to the newly founded weimar republic and the treaty of versailles with their talks denouncing democracy human rights capitalism socialism and communism so they hate everything
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean at least they universally hated everything so. that's true
0: <laughs> well everything in jews they were like we hate all these political things and jews <laughs> like, <that> was, <laughs>
2: it's
0: like they were they were having a conversation he's like i hate banana bread. And he's just like, oh, and, <laughs> and juice. <Jews." Jews. laughs> it's, like, it's always the end of the sentence. They so have to add that in. <laughs> <Just> fucking <laughs> crazy people. Fucking August. <laughs> blame, blame August. It's August's fault. Um, <laughs> yeah. Formed by a locksmith named Anton Drexler and the right wing journalist, Karl Herrer, the Nazi party started out as one of these fringe groups. Hitler had originally been sent by his commanding officer to spy on his members. However, he found himself enamored with their ideologies instead. Before long, his fiery or- uh, oratory skills had drawn audiences in. So I think this is uh, kind of a fascinating thing that he was actually sent in to, like, infiltrate the, the group. And then he was like, I like what these guys
3: are saying. He's <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: it's like, it's like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's like, damn, motherfucker's spin. What? What, what
0: was that you said about the Jews? You know what? You might be to something. <laughs> Taking notes. Yeah. He's like, "You know what, Captain? I I don't know if they're that bad." <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah, so clearly he just he just gets roped into it and uh and yeah. It's uh, it's kind of wild. It, it's it's interesting to imagine if he didn't get sent in there, what would have happened? Like <laughs> <laughs> would there I mean, be nothing. another Hitler? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like so many things had to go wrong for Hitler to become a household name you know what that's I mean? true like,
3: it's crazy it just lined up so perfectly
0: so perfectly <laughs> according to the historian and scholar louis l snyder quote hitler was impressed with drexler's ideas he agreed wholeheartedly with the concept that there existed a diabolical jewish capitalistic masonic conspiracy which had to be counteracted he believed that drexler was right on the one hand there were the innocent german workers farmers and soldiers on the other hand, there was a common enemy, the capitalistic Jew. From this germ came the essence of Hitler's Nazism, end quote. With Hitler's passionate speeches appealing to a wider base, membership of, in the Nazi party skyrocketed, and it turned into an actual movement, one that sought the unification of the entire German Volk or race. More than that, though, they believe that as the Aryan master race, they were doomed to be locked into an internal racial struggle against those of inferior races, including the Jews. For them, this conflict would only end if the German Volk united in complete subservience to the state. So, now they're including other races. Uh, (laughs) This is the first time I've noticed it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, as as a white person, um, I don't think white people are superior. Uh, And it's quite obvious with what I see online.
1: (laughs) I mean, a lot of your obsession with mayonnaise is a lot to be desired.
0: I I would say that's a weakness. Love mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise. I fucking knew it! (laughs) But my girlfriend hates it. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, it counteracts. Which, so. which is wild. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I have never met a wh- white person who doesn't like mayonnaise except for my girlfriend. It's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't understand. So you think mayonnaise is our downfall then? That's our weakness. <laughs> that and spicy foods, sp- kinda. Ooh, that is true. <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> what we call spicy, this, like this, like I'm at Boston Pizza and they're they they got the spicy meter. It's like. It's like a one. And I'm like, that's too spicy. <laughs> and that's Boston pizza. Oh my it's, God. it's white spicy. <laughs> this avocado is spicy. Ooh, is there some pepper in that? <laughs> Just
3: salt, please. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. I like to live life dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> I do you get the minivan. <laughs> oh, oh, shit! That's funny.
1: It's always fun making fun of white people, I'm just saying.
0: That's true. That's true. I think it's the only race you can make fun of. Yes. Everyone's like, yeah, that's okay.
1: Because <laughs> Because all of, because the rest of us have a designated month
0: celebrating us, so you that's guys
2: true. don't. That's true. Can I, I
0: <laughs> I think there would be questions if we started solving yeah, yeah, ourselves.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like how
0: it's like how November is men's month. Or there's men's uh-huh. day in, in November, but we brand the whole month as like, oh, it's for prostate. Like, like we have to brand it that way. We can't brand it. Yeah, you it can brand. say men's. because
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't go over well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which but is
3: th- fair. Th- <laughs> Which is but fair. we say prostate, you know, well <laughs> let this let this month of November be
1: rebranded as a reminder to get your ass checked <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, get, uh,
3: to get fingers <laughs> <laughs> to get fingers up your ass yeah.
0: no, no, no lube, just mayonnaise. don't forget to tip your doctor
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: It's what are we get, talking uh, about again? <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> I'm curious though, when when is when is your month? I actually don't know when Asian like is it Asian month or what, what do we go by?
1: It's like Asian Pacific Islander like we, I think we're all I don't even know. bottled up together. I don't it's like yeah, we're bottled up together. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's I don't know. We got what? fucked by Spain so many times that it doesn't even matter anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah, are we even Asian anymore? Yeah, we're we even Asian. I think like... we're more Spanish. <laughs> no, oh god, yeah. <laughs> that's way worse. <laughs> I always yeah, think we about, don't even like, have... uh, how the Philippines is like. You know, we're we're not really Asian. Asian, like when people think of Asian, it's like you know, like Chinese, Koreans, Japanese, Japanese Chinese. You know? Yeah, right. And then like Filipinos, I we're just like, I don't know, the Mexico of Asia. Like, I guess. Are we? <laughs> yeah, Mexico. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're the Mexico of oh, Asia. No. It's like.
0: It's, crazy. it's like
1: you're brown enough to like be Asian, but I mean like Indians, like Indians, like people forget that Indians are Asians, right? And it's like yeah, that's yeah, we true. just we just we just get lumped in, like, yeah. What Filipinos? What
0: what is with that can we talk yeah, about that like, we on, all just forget minute. that indians are just eight like they're asian
1: <laughs> they're straight up asian they kinda, but, but they no get their one, own class they're yeah like, they get like, indians no, that's indian yeah, yeah. Not- <laughs> exactly and it's fuck? like we're like we're like the same thing in the philippines it's just like not in a larger scale like india but
0: yeah well i mean you're not like a billion and a half people but yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean that's true But they're just like uh yeah they're filipinos
2: What 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 continent? (laughs) What continent is that a part of? (laughs) Uh,
1: I mean, if they're not in Crazy Rich Asian, then mean that's they don't exist.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that got off topic wildly fast.
1: (laughs) We are great at that.
0: (laughs) That's all we got is banter. So. Actually, I was going to go off on a rant anyway, so this, this is perfect. Um, so so much like cults, the Nazis demanded an all-or-nothing mentality where they led people to believe that they are their saviors and the superior beings and that only by joining them will you be victorious. Usually it's more of a religious reason for people to join, like a group or cult or something like that. Uh, but this, in this case, it, the motivation is race and nationalism, which I find kind of interesting. So... Not a Jesus figure, but a uh, I don't know a country fi- like it's just your country you're pa- kind of joining for, right?
1: Patriotic with
0: with my Quotation air marks. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Nationalism mm. is a better term for it, I think. Um,
1: Trumpies, <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. I need to drink more uh, water.
0: The the comparisons get even crazier, and we will go into that. And like, uh, just, yeah. Um, Among the men whom Hitler spurred to joining the Nazi Party was one of his commanding officers, Captain Ernst Rahm. He proved to be instrumental in growing the organization, as he had access to money that they had used to publish their propaganda and advertise their meetings. In February 1920, the Nazi Party published its first program, in which they outlined the refusal to accept the Treaty of Versailles. They also called for the reunification of the German people, Which had been split up when Germany was forced to secede some of its territories following the First World War. So, so all that's like, all right, you know what? Fair. They were pretty harsh on you
3: guys. Take take it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. take take back what's yours.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like the the Allied Powers uh, were they the Allied Powers at the time? The whatever you know, America, the the British uh, Empire. They were pretty harsh on Germany, which definitely created all this resentment. And there is something to be said like. For us to take the blame on it is, like, fair. And I say us, like, I wasn't obviously there. <laughs> um, but, like, us as nations should have understood that this would push them to radicalize further. But they were just, you know, pissed off and wanted recompense for, for a war that killed millions, which is fair as well. But, you know, two, ki- Took it. two sides to the coin. Two yeah. sides <laughs> to the coin, you know what I mean? Right. So all that was fine. But... The program also highlighted the organization's beliefs regarding nationalism. In particular, they advocated for equal rights to be granted only to German citizens or those who could prove that they had German blood. The Jews, foreigners, and other undesirable races were to lose their citizenship rights while immigration of non-Germans was to be halted. Now, John and Patrick, I have no idea where you stand politically. (laughs) I'm a Canadian, so correct me if I'm wrong, but... Uh, does not every single thing I've said so far remind you of the the mega right and the QAnon assholes <laughs> that's
3: so crazy how how much it aligned it, it's crazy yeah it, it, and it's because we're
1: undesirable so it's like oh, oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not American. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like Jewish conspiracies, nationalism, undesirable races, targeting the working class, concentration camps—like it's all there. And uh, like you can say that these people are responsible for their beliefs, but if you're being force-fed beliefs from every single angle, friends, families, like, social media, uh, advertising, TV, like, if that's constantly all you're getting, then, of course, you're going to start believing in this shit. You know what I mean? And it's that that kind of thing where it's like, you can't blame the victims of the cult, but you can absolutely blame the fucking people that start it and and run it.
1: Oh, exactly. And it's like a whole ass indoctrination process, you know, like, people were just force fed this idea and it's their way or... Nobody's, nobody's way, way yeah, you know, Yeah. And they, wouldn't, and they wouldn't budge at all. And then like to like almost the end of their term, they incited shit because the, the decision, you know, they couldn't handle the, the decision that was made by the people, which is insane.
0: Yeah. And I, I can guarantee you that. Well, and actually I think we talk about a bit more in a few paragraphs from now that the Nazis do the exact same thing where they incite violence and stuff like that to other political parties to get their way basically. And, right. and I mean, luckily America had a lot of safeguards, which thank <laughs> God there were so many because it wasn't far off from me being like, I don't know, maybe we should build the wall. like
2: <laughs> and it pay for getting to team. that point. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
3: that is so crazy that how, how much it aligns to what na- the Nazi party really believe in the whole immigration thing. And pulling people's citizenship—I don't know about—I don't know if that's li- <laughs> possible here <laughs> to just well, pull <laughs> people's citizenship. I don't
0: know because in some regards, that's kind of what they're doing to the Mexican citizens. I don't mean—I and I don't mean to get too political, even though this is a political party. But in some ways, that's kind of what they're doing to Mexican people who are living here. Right? They're putting them in concentration camps, or or oh, that want to come over, yeah. and declare. Uh what is it?
1: Is it like asi- uh, declare asylum? Asylum. asylum. Uh, yeah. asylum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so they're not allowing people to declare asylum and just keeping them in these camps, mm-hmm. which I mean, I don't care how you feel about immigrants, but that's it's a concentration camp basically yeah. without the killing, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a new mean.
1: Yeah, yeah it, and actually we talked about this in a previous uh, episode that we had and we were saying like because Patrick and I were, you know, his parents were immigrants, I'm an immigrant. And, you know, we we understand that there is a law that pertaining to like Mm. immigration and all that. And I understand, okay there are rules to getting to here, but sometimes you just got to the right way. Yeah, the right way. It took us like many years. It took my parents like at least a decade to get to the U.S. But when people are like trying to seek asylum, when they're trying to seek help because of the inhumane ways that they're being treated in their parts of the country. It's insane that you remove the human aspect of it and say, like, Hey, fuck your feelings, fuck your people, or fuck your situation. You can't come here like we
3: we can't help you
1: that's inhumane right. as hell
3: that that and when they separate kids, kids exactly. from their parents that's i I think that's the the worst part of it to separate your families it's just insane it's insane to me it's just a crazy it, idea to me it is and
1: and then and there's also this huge notion of like when kids end up going to the system okay their their lives become you know really messed up and then they end up Mm. they might end up in a life of crime and then they just keep blaming the people that are immigrants or coming here it's like oh your people or your type of people do these types things like you guys are bad people but no it's like you put them in situations where they can't succeed at all
0: yeah exactly and it's a huge drain on resources and tax money like you're better off either accepting these families in and like working through the process of getting them to be citizens Mm -hmm. or i and i don't understand why but if you're deporting like deporting the parents i would assume that they would prefer the kid like they should have the option to be like (laughs) i want the kids to come with me you know what i mean because because i can give a hundred percent those kids are better off being with the parents
1: yeah for sure and and because since the parents made the decision for those kids, that they should ultimately be responsible for their children to go back if deportation was the main course of action. Like, I just think- Absolutely. It's just ridiculous. Like, putting them in situations where they would end up with somebody else in a, in a foreign country, mm. that's, that's setting up a child like, for not successful life.
0: And then you have citizens that hate the government.
3: Oh my God, I can't even- uh, Yeah. Cause I lived in the Philippines, you know, and I know like, or John's living in the Philippines too. It's, it's corrupt. It's, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't got money out there, you're probably not going to make it, you know, you're not going to make it yeah. very far. And when people say, Oh, fuck the government, blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, they're giving you unemployment. They're giving you aid. Yeah. They're giving you so much <laughs> things. If you are in the Philippines, bro, you got nothing. You gotta, you gotta go collect bottles and sell that <laughs> to eat for the next meal, You know and I don't know. It's yeah. just crazy.
0: And I find I find America, we're getting way off, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I enjoy this topic, but I find America's kind of in this weird middle ground of, you guys have some government support systems, but for the most part, it's it's very capitalistic and you're on your own, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Canada isn't perfect, and I always like, preface <laughs> that, because we do have our issues, don't get me wrong, but we have a lot of social things that allow us to keep our heads above water, like the stimulus checks and stuff like that. And there's tons of European countries that were paying people's salaries in full for the whole pandemic. And those things just make life a lot easier. And you don't have to worry about being homeless or you don't have to worry about going to school sometimes. You know what I mean? It's those things that where in some cases the U.S. is definitely way better than, yeah, like you said, the Philippines in some regards. Yeah, for sure. uh, compared to some other countries who have accepted socialism, which I'm not pushing socialism <laughs> entirely, but socialist services, you know what I mean? They're a little bit behind in some regards. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I feel I, it for sure.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I, we shit on the U.S. a lot, but I loved it enough for me to <laughs> sign my life away at some point Yeah. of my life. Yeah. But it, you're right. There, There's some things in the U.S. That, that's lacking. There's a lot of people who, and this is going off a complete tan- um, tangent, but- there's a lot of people. who are way who, off. <laughs> who, who, who supports pro-life, and and it's like, oh, the, right. the abortion shouldn't be uh, allowed, yada yada. But then after the child is is it, uh, you know the child has been birthed, then what? They stop caring about that yeah. life afterwards. Like the, there's no. Fuck you! I don't want to pay yeah, taxes. Yeah, like I don't want to pay for taxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't. I
3: don't. Oh, you're getting welfare? Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and they, they shit. People like, oh, wow, you you getting welfare? Blah blah blah. Yeah
1: yeah exactly they shit on the same people that they're saying that hey have that baby have yeah have that baby and the next thing you know it's like oh you had a baby you you're stupid like you shouldn't have done that you can't even afford it blah 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 and it's just that is true it's just the the hypocrisy of it and then uh along with that like they they start the previous party like stop try to fund plant parenthood which people just saw like, right. oh, this place is just nothing but straight up abortion clinic. But they don't know that it's a preventative medicine place or a place where they could be like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm about to smash next weekend. Let me grab like 10 bags real quick just to make sure that no fucker will pay for my you know, babies down the line type of shit. But yeah, they, they don't know how it
0: works. They don't, they don't
1: see it like that. They just see it as a waste of resource. But they don't know that it's helping other people prevent. These types of things, you know, it's it's yeah. just insane.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a more, they're more preventative. And like abortion has been legal here for, God, I don't even know, most of my life, if not all of it, I can't remember. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not like it's a thing where we just go, oh, I'm going to go get an abortion.
2: Like <laughs> you said, like, yes. it's not like
0: a thing, right? It's not. It's more of a, an educational tool as well as the preventative measure. Like it's a last case, like last ditch effort. If you have no other option or you're not ready and, and you accidentally, you know, everyone yeah. makes mistakes. Everyone fucks up, yeah. whatever. Before that seed becomes more than it is, it, it's, it's, and I mean, <laughs> this is a tricky topic, but uh, it shouldn't be. It yeah. should just be, you do whatever you want to your body. I mean, this is three men talking about abortion, which <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> it, it really is. But, uh, but it's honestly, do whatever the fuck you want. It's not my body. You know yeah, mean?
1: overall, I think that the message that should be out there is that the resource should be available for those who needs that support or who needs that yeah. help. And the fact that that yep. was being taken away, that's the fucked up part about it.
0: I agree 100%. Um, so to cap that all off, happy Women's <laughs> Month! Happy, happy <laughs> Women's <laughs> Month!
1: Hey, there's a lot of strong queens out there. Yeah, I'm, I, hell my, yeah. my wife is as strong as hell, like, she's the backbone of this household. I don't give a fuck. I have no pride saying that shit. I'm 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 a sugar baby. Hey, hey, but did you get your PS5 yet? Hey man, shut up! I ain't got my PS5. Yet. I
3: haven't been. I hasn't got his allowance yet. I know. I haven't, I haven't been acting up right. Hey, he hasn't been acting right. That's what you get, man. Hey,
1: shout out to all the strong women out there, uh, man! Y'all are killing it. I mean, not like Hitler killing it, but like it's you guys are killing it. No, no. I'm so proud of it. so proud of everything y'all doing.
0: I did not think we'd get to a women's right on abortions in this Hitler episode. <laughs> But we did it. You never know what uh, you're going to uh, get from us. Absolutely never know. Go check out the Dumb <laughs> Um Let's get back on track a little bit because I guarantee we'll get off track again uh, with everything that's coming up. So we were talking about the program that they, they released, which, you know, promoted nationalism and anti-Jewish rhetoric and stuff like that. This controversial program became known as the 25 Points As harsh as its terms were, it appealed to the German working class, since it included measures that promoted the redistribution of income and war profits, as well as profit sharing in the country's primary industries. It also called for the nationalism of trusts, drastic increases in retirement pensions, and free education, all of which were initiatives that practically every German on the street supported. Now, these are socialist beliefs that people like to point to. However, I'd like to, you know counterpoint it's nationalist socialism so none of the other races or jews are getting these benefits it's just the just germans. It's just the white germans yeah so.
1: it's like you're invited to the party but you can't show up yeah it, well it's yeah like,
0: it's like you're you're it's like the neighbor kids having a party and you just have to watch from your window from the outside. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: yeah but you can't pick the song or you can't dance either okay so just yeah
2: just be there
0: you're actually the caterer. So socialism, but not quite socialism, if you know what I mean. Within their ranks, the Nazi party sought to reflect the terms that they had made in the program. Aside from excluding membership to only those who could prove that they were pure Aryan descent, they also forbade party members to en- marry or engage in sexual relations with Jews. In April of 1920, the organization, which at the time was still going by the original name of the German Workers' Party, officially redefined itself as the Nationalist Socialist German Workers' Party, which we talked about last episode. We got that rebrand going.
3: A plus for marketing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Other important changes also took place, with Hitler becoming chairman and the journalist Karl Harrer becoming the honorary role of Reich chairman. The following few months, which is, I, I think, that I, I just thought of The Office, where it was Dwight being like... Oh, the assistant to the <laughs> you know, assistant general the manager? Assistant to the regional oh, manager. Yeah. <laughs> assistant yeah. to the regional yeah. manager. <laughs> uh, so he was the assistant to the regional manager of Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> the following few months saw the Nazi party increasingly becoming popular, with Hitler's speeches attracting droves of people uh, and members. He was able to arouse intense emotions of anger and hate in these crowds, which often led to horrifying acts of violence. Mm. because of this, Hitler was sentenced to... So so. this is like Trump inciting was, the riots on... I
1: was just yeah. thinking that right now. I was
3: like, wow. And the
1: crazy part is, this fucker didn't get in trouble for it, which is, at least Hitler did, <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I was just about to say, Hitler was sentenced to three months in prison in September of 1921. Uh, so God. it is kind of crazy that uh, we've kind of, in in some ways you guys are handling it worse than than (laughs) I'm scared. That says Uh, a lot about us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, not all of you, I guess half half. Half. (laughs) So he was, he was sentenced after found participating in a mob that assaulted a a rival politician. Upon his release, he and his former commanding officer, Captain Rom formed a private army that they called the name. I refuse to pronounce or the storm section, which also became known as the SA. So the essay, which we
3: talked about last episode. Storm, so they're like S- stormtroopers? <laughs> <laughs> this is the way.
0: Essentially.
3: <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and Hitler was Darth Vader, bro. It's all making sense. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Palpatine? <Isn't> it like...
0: <laughs> oh, damn. Who is Palpatine? It's, uh... Hmm. Probably I don't know, August. but
3: isn't... But oh yeah, <laughs> oh,
2: is Palpatine, oh
3: shit. Yeah, is it Darth Vader in German like Dark Father or something like that? Maybe I think Darth Vader trans- translates to Dark Father. Is this a number? Is this, is this
1: number
0: three for his theory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else does it say about? It? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Star Wars was loosely based off of, if not, like it was political parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't political. sure if it was America or if it was World War I or World War II. I couldn't. I couldn't oh, actually, it. I don't know that part, but um, I cool. could be spe- that could be my first conspiracy of the <laughs> night. <you> <laughs> well, I got dibs being Jar Jar Binks. Perfect, <laughs> <laughs> you will be largely hated by the community. <laughs> yes, I will <won't> be hating <laughs> <laughs> so. The SA was made up of former members of the German right-wing Freikorps and was led by a former Air Force pilot named Hermann Göring, and was responsible for protecting Hitler from attacks by his enemies and detractors. They were also instructed to wreak havoc upon meetings and rallies held by the Nazi party's political opponents, which often end up in violence, but the right-wing government of Bavaria turned a blind eye to the violence that the Nazi party displayed mainly because their hostilities were always directed towards socialists and communists. So again, disproving the, 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 the theory that they were socialists. The national government in Berlin was a different story, though. As news of the Nazi party spread outside of Bavaria, they enacted a decree called the Law for Protection of the Republic. But this didn't faze Hitler, who proceeded to organize a rally which more than 40,000 people attended. During this meeting, he called for the overthrow of the national government As well as the execution of its leaders. Ah, yeah.
3: (laughs) This is getting good. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And
0: when they stormed the Capitol building, they were trying to kill people, weren't they? Yeah. Was that just theorized? I mean,
1: they were trying to fuck up Mike Pence, I heard. I could have sworn.
0: (laughs) Right?
3: (laughs) Talk about cannibalism of your own party.
0: Like, I don't understand.
3: I could have sworn AOC came out and said that someone someone wanted her dead. Yeah, but she's a
0: socialist, Patrick. You can't believe her.
3: (laughs) Right?
1: It was Cancun Ted, all right? Oh, it was Ted. It was Ted. Cancun
0: Ted. That's Zodiac Killer, man. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about Cancun Ted because you're from Texas, but I feel (laughs) we'll go off on a whole other tangent. Fuck fuck that guy. All right, we'll leave it at that. That's a perfect summary. Yes. (laughs) Despite these alarming statements, his audience was enraptured. One of them was a very wealthy and well-educated man from Berlin named Kurt Ludwig, who recalled that, quote, I studied this slight pale man, his brown hair parted on one side and falling again and again over his sweating brow, threatening and beseeching with small pleading hands and flaming steely blue eyes. He had that look of a frantic. Presently, my critical faulty was swept away. He was holding the masses and me with them under the, a hypnotic spell by the sheer force of his conviction. End quote. I love the small hands. I was going to say, gonna
1: he have this. Is small hands <laughs> and uh, hair parted on one side.
0: Steel blue Steel eyes. Steel blue
3: eyes. Dude, <laughs> yeah, This guy oh was in love.
0: <laughs> Woo. We are hitting all kinds of, we're in the matrix now, I think.
3: <laughs> He said small hands. Um, why do you have to put out that I stand? don't know.
1: Damn, why well, gotta be so observant? Shit. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect.
3: <laughs> I think he was trying to paint the picture that Hitler didn't seem so... Uh... Dainty? Yeah, he seemed dainty. You know, he yeah. had small yeah. hands and <laughs> this dude, blue eyes.
1: This dude sound like he's starting his uh, Hitler's OnlyFans account. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, check out my boy Hitler's dainty small hands.
0: <laughs> Subscribe now well, OnlyFans. fans Five dollars <laughs> And you
3: get to see everything Yes Nine Nine dollars
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god damn Ten <laughs> points for Gryffindor uh, Yes sir Nine points
1: Nine, nine. nine. Damn. damn it Dwayne Wade gave that a nine
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
2: oh shit
0: this might be the longest episode yet. <laughs> the day after Hitler's speech, Ludwig joined the Nazi party, where he became one of the most important fundraisers. The ranks of the Nazis were filled with individuals like Lundut, uh, whatever his name is, Lundick, whose anger and frustration <laughs> at the circumcision.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to slip us in and very, circumcise-
0: very <laughs> the circumcised. <church. laughs>
3: very mature. Shit, it was right there. Very... (laughs) Oh, we're so mature.
0: All right. With individuals like (laughs) Lundwig, whose anger and frustration at the circumstance that Germany was in were intensified by Hitler's passionate orator. They saw in him a man dedicated to improving their lives, even if it meant making drastic and controversial suggestions. As the ideologies of the Nazi Party spread, its leaders began to take an even more aggressive approach towards their goals. Of German reunification and the dominance of the Aryan master race. For instance, they attempted to overthrow the Weimar Republic through a military coup that involved their followers marching to Berlin to seize power from the national government. On November 8, 1923, Hitler marched into a beer hall in Munich, where the state commissioner of Bavaria, Gustav von Kara, was giving a speech at the time. There, Hitler declared a national revolution that would abolish the Weimar Republic, which was despised and widely regarded as weak. However, this attempt at a coup d'etat was quickly extinguished by the armed police, who proceeded to arrest and charge Hitler with treason. For this, he was sentenced to five year, a five-year jail term, although he ultimately only served nine months. It was during this time that he wrote his autobiographical memoir, Mein Kampf, which contained a chilling outline of his political ideas and belief system, as well as more Nazi propaganda. According to historians... Hitler's lenient sentence was due to how he managed to turn his trial into political rally. Rather than being seen as a violent, dangerous instigator, he instead came off as a radical orator who was merely looking out for Germany's best interest. This combined with the public's deep dislike for the Weimar Republic meant Hitler was perceived as a martyr being picked on by the national government, which was an image that won him along with the national party, many supporters. So it actually kind of backfired. Um, The coup may not have worked physically, but in the minds of many Germans, it worked in swaying them over to the Nazi party. Yeah. 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 With Hitler's imprisonment and the publication of Mein Kampf, membership in the Nazi party skyrocketed. Among those who joined it was a man from Munich named Heinrich Himmler, whom history would one day refer to as the evil genius of the Third Reich. So I think everyone knows Heinrich Himmler. Uh, Not a nice guy. (laughs) No. His fanatical nationalism and the deep loathing that he had towards the Jews impressed the rest of the party members, even the chairman himself. Because of this, Heimler was chosen to lead Hitler's personal bodyguard, the Schultz the Schutz? Stafflin, or the SS. Um, I have a hard time pronouncing German names, which is <laughs> hard for me to admit because my last name is German. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's spelled the same as a lot of these, which is scary. I don't like it. Like, they all have the S-C-H, which is my last name, Shell. Shell? You know, S-C-H-E-L-L. Yeah. It's, and I am just having a tough time, but that's fine, because they were shit. So Yeah, shitty exactly. People, so. <laughs> but Hitler's ideologies and his passionate oratory weren't the only things that drew people into the Nazi party. At the time, the economy of Germany was in shambles, with many forced to live in impoverished conditions. This was exacerbated by the Wall Street crash in October 1929, which saw the United States recalling loans made by European countries in a bid to sustain its own people. Unfortunately, Germany had been relying on investments from the United States to stabilize its economy. When this flow of money dried up, it caused millions of Germans to lose their jobs overnight, which threw the majority of the population further into poverty. Fucking Wall Street. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like I'm 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 thinking of all the like I and I know that we're on this comparing Comparison? what's happening now to yeah. what's happening like it's crazy how Wall Street <laughs> now is like a big it's, thing
3: like it's, it's crazy that I mean it's not necessarily crashing, but no it's in the news. It, it's going to. Stonks. It's going to. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, yeah, yeah, the stonks will go down. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you guys. Sorry, we're not going to the moon, guys. <laughs> we're going to the Earth's core. <laughs>
3: <Right>. uh, <laughs> And we got first class tickets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll see Hitler.
0: He's down there somewhere. Yeah, he's down there somewhere. <laughs> Keeping he's, a space for all of us. He's,
3: he's taken over. Like the devil yeah. was like, the devil works this is under yours him. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the devil like, works under
1: him. He took over. He's like, damn. The devil's probably like, holy shit, you're making a lot of good points.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it is crazy, like, the connections to, to nowadays, and it is true. History does repeat itself. Yeah. It's, it's kind of scary if we don't stop things where it <laughs> could go. Like, this is kind of a, a red herring. There's a lot of red herrings right yeah. now. <laughs> in, this, oh. in this case, is
1: an orange herring, so it's... it's like... an orange
0: herring. <laughs> Feeling humiliated, and de- uh, humiliated, defeated, frustrated, and hungry, many turned against the Jews, whose businesses had survived the onslaught of the Great Depression. The perception of outsiders flourishing in Germany while Germans themselves tried not to starve to death, fueled their (laughs) anger even more and spurred them to join the ranks of the Nazi party. This growing support for the Nazis was proven by the fact that in 1930 they managed to score a whopping 107 seats in parliament, a far cry from the 14 positions that they had secured during the election only six years prior. With that, Hitler became the leader of the second largest political party in Germany. This position gave him untold levels of power, which he used to argue against parliamentary democracy. Instead, he pushed for a single minded government with a strong mandate, claiming that this would be the only way to escape the economic depression and bring the country back to its former glory.
2: Make Germany great great again. again. Holy shit.
0: Where's the merch? Should I start selling merch? Make uh, Germany. No, no, no. (laughs) no,
3: Red hats and
1: everything. <laughs> Holy shit. Sounds about yep. right. MGGA.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys are here to make this lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> this argument proved to be successful. Although what really consolidated Hitler's power was the display of aggression and violence that the Nazis displayed in the years that followed their dominance in the 1930 elections. For instance, a horde of them assaulted 57 members of the German Communist Party in Reichstag. Well, the SA carried out frequent attacks against socialists and communists. Their actions were fully supported by Hitler, who by then was no longer attempting to hide his extremist views. This spurred several of the country's most well known industrialists to fear an uprising, one that was echoed by the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia. Fearing for their safety and their wealth, they petitioned the aging president of Germany, Paul von Hindenburg, to give in to the Nazi Party's demands. Despite his reluctance, von Hindenburg granted their request and in 1933 Hitler became the chancellor of Germany. Now, do you know, <laughs> do you know which products and services won't demand Hitler become the chancellor of Germany? Oh my god. <laughs> the ones that support this podcast. <laughs> we are on a
3: roll. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god, the plugs oh. are amazing. <laughs> what a segue.
0: Yeah, uh, they only get better and better, or worse and worse, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're the sponsors, worse and worse. <laughs> well,
1: the sponsors probably be like, Josh, this is your last chancellor this, to make this right.
0: <laughs> Can we get a better plug, please? They're like, we know you were advocating us to not make Hitler the chancellor, but. You know, it's still association.
1: Yeah, I, did oh. I just hear you say, make Germany great again? That's like, that is and, a...
0: and talk about merch. Uh, <laughs>
1: like, That's super uh, sus.
3: <laughs> oh man. I,
0: yeah, like, we're glad you didn't put us in the abortion di- dis- discussion, <laughs> but it's, uh, oh.
3: yeah. yeah,
0: someday we'll get there. You we'll gotta, get there with a good so
1: plug. You gotta make funny. an August merch, though.
3: <laughs> that would be dope. Now you got Fred, Fred and August. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. Okay.
0: He's I just... don't have Fred merch yet. So. Oh, see? Yeah. That's how funny. come with Fred and Have Fred <laughs> hanging
1: August. out with August playing the viola. Maybe we'll make
0: a shirt called the viola, the shittiest instrument.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or just say like the <laughs> the instrument that started the war. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
0: instrument that started World War Two, and it's just a picture of a violin. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: And the instrument of like, war.
3: What the, yeah. What the fuck? What is your uh, shirt
1: damn. about? Oh
0: damn! The posters make itself.
1: Uh, I love <laughs> hey, this is starting to sound like propaganda that we're throwing out though. Like, oh, maybe, shit. maybe posters is not the best idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll start with like a nice tote bag and work our way to posters. <laughs>
1: Totes are good. White people love tote
0: tote bags? <laughs> they do. <laughs> they throw everything in that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Have you been wanting to read more but don't seem to have the time? Well, with Audible, you can read your books without having to find the extra time in your busy schedule. Stuck in traffic on your way home from work? Why not marathon the Harry Potter books? In the gym and want to learn about the first lady? Well, you can listen to Becoming Michelle Obama while doing leg day. And If you go to audibletrial.com slash cultivate, you get a month free of Audible. That includes one credit that you can trade in for any audiobook of your choice, access to thousands of audiobooks free to listen to with your account, and best of all, you have access to all of your favorite podcasts in the app as well. So be sure to go to my link, audibletrial.com slash cultivate. That's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight, to sign up for a free month of Audible and start reading today. Thank you, Audible, for supporting the show. The Nazis launched a wave of unchecked terror across the European continent, aided by the loyal SA and SS who were used to subjugate political opponents and anyone deemed to be an enemy of the party. The SS, in particular, played a critical role during the Second World War. As the self-proclaimed political soldier of the Nazi Party Their responsibilities were vast, encompassing nearly all the state operations. ICE. (laughs) (laughs) For instance, the Align SS, or the General SS, took care of the police force, both foreign and domestic espionage and racial matters. It was this division that oversaw the Gestapo, Germany's feared secret police who were tasked with rounding up Jews, and those that the Nazis deemed to be undesirable or inferior to them. On the other hand, the Waffen-SS, or armed SS, were the elite combat troops who fought alongside the regular German armed forces. They were also known as fighters fanatical to the Nazi party. It's... Holy shit, that word is long. Germany is a ridiculous language. (laughs) Toten Toten Totenkopfiverband. That's all one word. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, If you know how to pronounce it, you know, let me know. uh, (laughs) bag. (laughs) Its tote bag subdivision, <laughs> or the Death's Hands Battalion,
2: Jesus, <laughs> uh,
0: were also the ones administering Germany's massive network of concentration camps, where they carried out a systematic genocide of the Jewish race. This particular group included men like Rudolf Haas, the longest-serving commandment of the Auschwitz concentration and extermination camps. During the Nuremberg trial in 1946, Haas sent shockwaves throughout the entire courtroom when he wrote the affidavit that, quote, I commanded Auschwitz until the 1st of December 1943, and it estimated that at least 2,500,000 victims were executed and exterminated there by gassing and burning, and at least another half a million succumbed to starvation and disease, making a total of 3 million dead. This figure represents about 70% or 80% of all persons sent to Auschwitz as prisoners the remaining having been selected and used for slave labor in the concentration camp industry, end quote. When the prosecution accused him of murdering more than 3 million people, Haas chillingly replied that he had only been responsible for 2.5 million, as the rest had died from either disease or starvation, which is <sighs> crazy that he was like only yeah, was- 2.5 million. That's a, yeah. Like, yeah, are you downplaying it? Like, I don't understand. One is too many. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we have whole documentaries on people who kill one person. Right. (laughs) Yeah. This guy killed two and a half million people. It's unfathomable. Like, it's just, it's just it's a crazy number to wrap your head around. Like, less people have died from Corona so far. Yeah. I mean, that's not demeaning. Corona, but, uh, like, you know what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> it's a terrible, I'm doing terribly right now. I'm I'm floundering. Uh, I will just continue on. <laughs> in the end, he was hanged on April 16th. Hey, my birthday. 1947. On a makeshift gallow constructed next to this crematorium of the former Auschwitz concentration camp.
3: They should have, they should have put him in one of them, In one of the uh, gas chamber, uh, gas chamber or, right. or burn him. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: yeah, I yeah, he definitely deserves way worse than what he got. He yeah. he deserves they should have just put him in the middle of Germany, Germany, invited all the Jewish people who had been uh ah. torn from their homes, placed them in the uh, placed them in the middle of them and just let them beat him to death.
1: Yo, that would that <laughs> would be poetic justice right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then like It'd be like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, that's that's a stretch, but uh, and and violent, but no, nah, like, it shouldn't be. Like, he took out the human aspect of what he did to those millions of
1: people. Like, he deserves nothing yeah. less. Yeah. It's Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: I guess the counter to that would be if we stoop to that level, then we're no better than them. But at the yeah. same time, it's like fuck them. Yeah. You know true. What I mean? <laughs> right.
3: Like, I'll stoop. I'll stoop Nazi. for a second. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Counterpoint <laughs> Fuck them
1: But it's like You, you can kind of Justify that Like you know For for like those Mass murderers You give them Like the electric yeah. chair Or Or the lethal injection But I mean At the most I mean I'm not Downplaying any of that Either I mean at the most what, What's like the most Prolific serial killer Probably killed like 130 people At the most Something like that Ooh yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't I don't know I'm just I don't know who it is But <laughs>
0: Yeah, hundreds yeah, yeah.
1: is nothing compared to like
0: millions. Right. That is
1: just yeah. nuts.
0: And, and I mean, as, as you said before, one is- Too many. Like more, too many. like yeah. there's too many. It's too, it, and it's crazy that it got to that level, uh, but the contempt and, and hatred and brainwashing it, it took it to that place, which is, again, and I keep hammering this point home, something that we should be checked in social media and, and, and current political landscapes otherwise mm. it might end up happening and it is happening in china right now which i have completely glossed over and and yeah like those are actual concentration camps it's like how the fuck do we get back around to this how like how do we, how do we let it later? happen again yeah yeah and why is nothing happening about that that's another topic though maybe we'll go we'll do we'll do a whole dictatorship of china someday and i'll never be allowed in china <laughs> <laughs> the ss and the nazi party in general were filled with men like Haas who was so entrenched in their ideologies that the death of millions of innocent people were callously written off as necessary to achieve their goals. In their quest for a unification of Germany and a dominant Aryan race, they wiped off generations of families and almost exterminated an entire race. Unfortunately, the defeat of the Axis powers in World War II, suicide of Adolf Hitler, and the Nuremberg trials weren't enough to completely eradicate the ideas that the Nazis espoused. These remain alive and well today, causing horrifying acts of aggression, discrimination, violence, and even terrorism across the world. That is the end of Hitler and the Nazi Party. We made it. Oh,
1: my
2: God. We made it.
0: <laughs> I would like to, and I, and I ended off with the warning. It is still a prominent idea. We may have killed off the members, but the ideologies still remain. Absolutely. And... I mean, especially now with the abuse of Asian people around the world is is ridiculous. I don't understand when we will come to a point where we're like, we stop seeing each other as races and
3: we just see each other as people equals.
0: How is that hard? How is that hard to do?
3: Absolutely. That's so crazy that you bring that up because I have a seven-year-old nephew and he's going to school. And I asked Mm -hmm. him when the new school year started, I asked him, I was like, oh, who's your friend? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And he says like, whatever, some name. I'm like, oh, what is he? (laughs) You know, like, I'm like, oh, what is he? Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, he's human. And I was like,
2: yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know?
3: Wow. Yeah. And I'm, uh, But then I asked him, I'm like, what are you? And he's like, oh, I'm Filipino. He doesn't, he <laughs> doesn't get other races, you know? Other and races. I'm, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. He's just, he's human. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Well, but which is yeah, like, it, you know, like a kid can understand that. Why can't grown adults get to that point?
0: Which shows that it's like a societal thing. That's, yeah. It's taught. Yeah, exactly. The hatred is taught. Yeah. Because you can put kids in a room with any other kid, and they will play with that kid. Yeah. They might fight and argue, but they're not going to fight over and argue over— a toy. Over... All... Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Over a toy. They're not going to fight and argue over race yeah, or, yeah. or uh, who's superior to the other. They're just going to be like, hey, I was playing with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should take that from kids i think right
3: <laughs> for sure
0: nothing else they're idiots otherwise but
3: <laughs> <laughs> little brats <laughs>
2: and, but i
1: think there's all, there's also more into it than than you know like just acknowledging the fact that people are kind of idiotic when it comes to seeing color or seeing all that oh. but i think in a, in a in a larger scheme of things and i i think a social economic reform is necessary as well because you're right some people might look down on others because of their their status in life. Like, Hey, you're middle-class. Meanwhile, I'm a broker for like wall street. Like I'm gonna look down on you because you're not in my same level. So therefore I don't have that respect for you. And I think that's when literally shit rolls downhill. And I I think there's just so much more things factoring why we can't just respect each other as people for who we are.
0: Yeah. And I, I I like how you bring up class because I think, if we were to look at how we're divided, like race should be one of the last things on the list. It should, like, it should be bottom of the list. Like we're just people, but the middle class and the lower, like lower class should definitely be in unison right. and agree. Like fuck the, the, um, the, elite, like, the upper the class. The, like, the, the, 1%. Yeah. the 1%.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause they're the ones True. fucking you over and manipulating True. you into hating the other races. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. like they're the ones lobbying for, for systemic systems that keep, other races down
1: yeah and i don't i don't don't understand and this is what bothers me every day i'm a huge food guy okay and and as (laughs) when it comes to like diversity and and other cultures and all that it would be so boring to just have one yeah quote-unquote master race when you can go fly down to cancun like mr ted (laughs) over here grab you some freaking amazing like tacos or birria or go to india and have some (laughs) you know curry Curry, go to japan have some you know like all the sashimi and all that stuff it's like i i just hope people understand that like the more diverse we are the more things that we can appreciate culturally and culture wise that people can Mm. kind of borrow from each other and like expand on or borrow from and just we just gotta learn how to
3: and sometimes make something new
1: exactly
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah or sometimes like you know like the most uh, like fusion of things creates a the, better the world Most amazing stuff
0: exactly yeah <laughs> asian fusion restaurants isn't that a thing yeah, yeah. like
1: thing. I, <laughs> like i love
0: tacos with korean
1: barbecue like holy shit like yeah. combining those two worlds together like oh my god i'm in genius heaven. yeah
0: yeah i was gonna say something but i forget what my point was damn it <laughs> the white guy lost the point damn it. um <laughs>
3: Now oh, no one's I was I was gonna, gonna s- listen. <laughs> Fuck shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, it, but it's
0: it's what your seven year old nephew said. We're human, and we're all humans. We're all in it together. If we fail, we all fail together. And if we succeed, we all succeed together. Yep. Is what we should start looking at it as. Well, uh, <laughs> are we are we that good? We wrapped up the. Uh, the political part of the conversation, Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> Yo, this episode just went crazy. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think it's great. I think yeah, these conversations obviously. need to be had. Yeah, yeah I, for sure. I, I love promoting these ideas, which is, I mean, and that's why I love having you guys on. You guys have brilliant ideas and I, it doesn't always come through on your podcast. But... <laughs> I
2: know. People, that is true. <laughs> we,
3: we, had, we had one serious episode. It was about the whole Capitol riots and whatever. We like you know turned it on and we were super serious for like 15 minutes and then i'm sure the dummies were like whoa no. okay what? like did I, I change insightful? <laughs> did i click next on accident <laughs> yeah.
0: no i i think you guys have great points of view and and i'm glad i could get you on this episode to promote some of those and and i hope even if you are a right winger listening to this going like those dumb socialists or whatever yeah. you're trying to <laughs> think of us, I hope you take at least a few of the ideas and, and at least consider some of the ideas we promoted. I know this is at the very end and you probably haven't gotten to this part, but <laughs> if you have, good for you. And I appreciate you at least hearing out the other side, not even the other side, I think just the human side. Exactly. Like, nothing to do with policy. Just just care about other humans and hopefully they'll care about you. Now, to wrap that up, before we end the show today, I have a new segment That I don't know if you guys are aware of. Because (laughs) it started up in the new year. I think I noticed segment. You listened? Yep. After each cult, we do something called cult critique. Basically, my guests and I take a look at the cult we just discussed. And give it a rating at a five stars. (laughs) As if you were rating something on Yelp. And we give comments on why we gave that rating. (laughs) <laughs> so it's completely arbitrary. You can give it a five star and say shit cult, and never go again, or you can give it a zero, a zero star, and be like shit cult, never going there again. Whatever happens okay, to be your way of rating right, right. it. That's why the comments there. I felt the star system was just too arbitrary. <laughs> so are you guys ready to rate the Nazi Party as well as Hitler?
3: I guess he's thrown in there. <laughs> you want to go first? Now nah, you can go first. Oh, I just want to see. see which way you're going. <laughs> I
1: just gotta give it a one star. <laughs> this cult, huge. <laughs> huge. It's no good. Copycat of what I did.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to copy his
1: voice. <laughs> Obviously, I did it better. Part. Yeah. <laughs> My people have done it more bigly than Hitler. <laughs> one star. And
0: I didn't go to the jail for it.
1: Oh yeah. And I didn't go to jail for it.
0: Shit, I should have went first. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, damn. How are you going to follow that one up? I can't. Do a Hillary Clinton impression. Yeah, I,
3: can't. <laughs> I did not sleep. <laughs> That's Bill, fool. Oh, <laughs> you want Hillary?
1: I just heard Clinton. What is it? It's a woman's history month and you pick Bill? Cancel Patrick.
0: Cancel Patrick. <laughs> it's it's hey. me and John on the Dumbfound Dead podcast. Hey. <laughs>
3: And you can't get canceled if you're not big enough.
0: (laughs) True enough.
1: True enough. We got like three
3: fans. (laughs) Oh well, obviously, I'm gonna give it a zero. This, I mean, this like cult-wise, cult-wise is a five. Like, if you were into cults and you were thinking of joining a cult, this was like, yo, it was a movement. But yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) But for me, it's gonna be a zero. It's just one of the worst cults. Quote and unquote, yeah. I guess, political party, but quote unquote, cults, yeah, yeah, one of the worst ones out there and just crazy,
0: yeah. And I don't know where I go from here because I've kind of peaked with the Nazi party, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely hard to give the Nazis a five star re- review, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming on again. I mean, uh definitely you know those 2 weeks hard 2 weeks we put in before coming back on this podcast oh yeah <laughs> like, of course and um, <laughs> i know we did this last time but uh tell the freds where they can listen to the dumbfound dead podcast you wanna... uh patrick you do Ooh. you do it
3: this time <laughs> oh shit put me on the spot uh you guys can find uh you guys can find us on any platform just search up the dumbfound dead pod <laughs> We also have me, a website. Hey, no, no, let me do this shit. Oh, okay. Now, okay, so you want me to do it and then you tell me no, not to do? No. It, you You're
0: killing it. Let me do You're it. Making them feel inadequate. Come on. I got it. All right, you can find us wherever you find
1: your pod. I know you just listen to us speak smartly, but we're really dumb at the Dumb Dead Pod. So, you can find us wherever you find your podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that. Or you can check out our website. We're on the and also subscribe on our YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Well, we're not going to be on a video, but hit it right there. <laughs> oh, you've been practicing. Oh, I've been practicing.
3: <laughs> hit it right
0: there. I'll throw some links in the bio. Yeah,
3: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, um, once again, Josh, uh, thanks for having us on again after two weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, definitely go give the dumbfound dead a listen. They're amazing to listen to. As I said, out of how many episodes you guys had now?
3: 30 30 I think we're close
0: to 30 a little over 30. Yeah, around 30, 30 episodes, 40 maybe when the by the time this comes out. You guys just fly through episodes. It's crazy. And in those 40 episodes, as they said, they have 15 minutes of clarity. So <laughs> so
3: just search for that nugget of clarity somewhere.
0: Download all the episodes and go through them. Exactly. I was going to say, well,
3: you got to listen to all of them and find the clarity. It's
0: like an Easter egg. I'm going to tell you which one is which. Thank you, Fred, for listening. And thank you, John and Patrick, for coming on today. We will see you guys next time. Laters. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Have you been wanting to read more, but don't seem to have the time? Well, with Audible, you can read your books without having to find the extra time in your busy schedule. Stuck in traffic on your way home from work? Why not marathon the Harry Potter books? In the gym and want to learn about the First Lady? Well, you can listen to Becoming Michelle Obama while doing Leg Day. And if you go to audibletrial.com cultivate, you get a month free of Audible. That includes one credit that you can trade in for any audiobook of your choice access to thousands of audiobooks free to listen to with your account, and best of all, you have access to all of your favorite podcasts in the app as well. So be sure to go to my link, audibletrial.com cultivate. That's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight, to sign up for a free month of Audible and start reading today. Thank you, Audible, for supporting the show.